Hello and welcome to another episode of the Onshade Podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi. I start there weird. <laughs> and I'm George Meany. <laughs> I was busy reading and trying to think and, you know, <laughs> you forget your asking name. is just the worst. Did you forget your name? Um, No, I remembered my name, but I was trying to get everything else out of my mouth. Okay. Yeah. You're probably still having flashbacks of my braids. Yeah. Actually, I hope we can put a photo up of that. <laughs> do you think you're going to do that for like the rest of the holidays? I'll d- I think I'll do it during the holidays. Yeah. Um, I won't do it permanently, but it was very convenient. So if anybody doesn't know, we're talking about George's, um, he decided to get some braids. Um, yeah, last on week. Friday, yeah. yeah. I just wore um, it for the weekend. Yeah, and I think he looked, um, he looked great. I think it's something that he should definitely no, just because I looked like Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, that's what I mean, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is the last episode of the, sh- of, of, of the year. Um, so I thought maybe we could uh, kick off the episode the same way we do every single year um, for the last two years now by speaking by an armored vehicle. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why that keeps happening, but last year, literally the last episode we did, we spoke about an armored vehicle. You're kidding. And right now, yeah, we, we had, um, I think it was Armour Max or one of our dealerships we were in, we're talking about armored vehicles. So I thought maybe we can talk about the car that we're currently, um, the, the, what the current team is reviewing, which is the G400, Stronger Than Time, the mm. G-Wagon. Um, and I heard you're going to be driving it actually. Yes, so uh, I'm going to be taking it home today. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this car weighs about three tons. Yeah, but uh, just about three tons. Uh, three tons, and uh, the um, armoring of the vehicle um, is about one ton. Yeah. So the vehicle naturally is about two tons. This adds another 30% to the car's weight. Yeah. But this is the highest, I think it's B6 armoring, right? So this is the highest you can get without like... I had a look at it just now. My goodness. I mean, the car even squats differently. Mm. It's like it's it's got serious heavy pressure on that um, on that uh, suspension. Yeah, I'm curious to understand exactly how you feel about the vehicle. But the team's going to be doing lots of reviews and some articles on I'll, exactly how... I'll tell you after I've driven it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we have a photo of it. Do we have a photo of it? Hopefully, we'll put it up at some point. <laughs> I think the team is going to do exactly that. But yeah, really excited about that. And it well, got me thinking. They'll do some magic here. Yeah, they will all in B-roll and, you know, the team does a great C-roll, job. C-roll, D-roll. <laughs> um, but it got me thinking, if you were fat, in... Fat roll. <laughs> sushi roll. All the rolls. <laughs> it got me thinking, if you had to be in a zombie apocalypse, what car would you would you use? You, well, you, this, this, this b sick. B6 armored variant of the G-Wagon um, yeah. has a high caliper assault rifle R1 and AK-47 so um, protection. protection. So yeah. you won't be able to get through this car with an AK-47. Um, you know, light armors it will, will stop a handgun. Yeah. And we saw because we had the... Yeah, we had a little bit of uh, yeah, uh, different... Glasses. Yeah. yeah, in the in the studio a couple of... Was it the end of last year? Literally a year ago, yeah. Wow, I remember <laughs> that show. Yeah. So this is the highest level of protection. Yeah. You know, AK-47 bullets not going through that car. Mm. Um, and uh, uh, it's available to the public without special permits. Yeah, that's the biggest difference between this. And I think last year we had the, I think it was a, it was an EV actually, an, an armored EV. So this is the highest level you can, ever, you can get on an armored vehicle, um, which I don't know if you... Well, it's, it's run through the armament. So all the doors are armored with 16 millimeter aramid composite panels. Mm. The glass is 37 millimeters thick. That's almost four centimeters. Mm. 
37 millimeters thick. The entire cabin, cabin is protected by 8 millimeter ballistic steel. That's 8 millimeter ballistic steel. That's thick, thick steel. Um, on the firewall, cabin, and engine, the A, A, B, and C pillars. The A pillar straddles the windshield. The B pillars are in the middle of the passenger compartment, just behind the front door. And the C pillars are those at the rear of the passenger compartment. The yep. battery box has 8 millimeter ballistic steel protection, so you can't shoot the battery. All the door hinges are upgraded to carry an additional armoring weight, and the suspension and brakes have been upgraded. I tried to close the door in the vehicle and it was like not normal. Not normal. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like the same sort Strangely of Strangely enough, the G-Wagon is pinned as one of the perfect options to survive a zombie apocalypse, as yeah. you say. I read a few articles and it kept coming up. Which is kind of, kind of the reason why this, you know, I'm kind of segueing into that point, is this might be the perfect vehicle for it. Um, I mean, let's let's just talk about how zombies operate. So, so the one thing that came out was sound. So, because zombies in movies, at least, are always attracted to like noise and stuff. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know if that would this vehicle would help with that. Whereas, like an EV, for instance, would be a great option to be undetected. In mm. a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, EV will just glide through the area. Um, silently. Silently. But would it um, be the safest thing? I don't know. But can you drive over a zombie with an EV versus the G-Wagon? I reckon you'll drive over the zombies with the G-Wagon. That's important. Well, driving over zombies is important during an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I think staying yeah. undetected is like... if there's a bunch of them in front of you, you just drive into them <laughs> and then over them. <laughs> Rather take them out than try and, and let them stay. No, but you want to get around. out of the area, right? And they're going to surround you. I don't Because they're going to come from all directions. This is the most bizarre thing. Usually I'm the one who's defending, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, EVs. Gas guzzlers. But, but now I'm the one who's defending EVs, which is bizarre. But I think an EV might actually be a better option for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, def- I'm not, not defending the EV. I'm just saying the, the G-Wagon is a, is a big vehicle. It's, and, it's, and it's high up. It's four-wheel drive. Yeah, EV is also four wheel drive, but if I think about you know the Jaguar I pace, it's a car. Here's my you know, drive here's my over arguments. a zombie with a car. <laughs> here's my argument: your EV can also double as a power source, whereas an internal combustion engine vehicle, you wouldn't you run out of petrol, you run out of petrol. You could hook up some solar panels on your car. You could power your little compound, and you can get a uh, you know around silently. EVs are the way in terms of. Of surviving. Mad Max of the future. 100%. I'm going to feel like Mad Max driving this G-Wagon. Yeah, no, for sure. You must definitely call me when you're in it. <laughs> um, something we'll also, we'll also always do at the end of the year, George, is talk about some of the cars which have impressed us the most. Uh-huh. Um, and we used to do Car of the Year, but I, I thought maybe we can unpack some of our standout performers this year. Is there a car or a few cars that you want to spotlight in terms of being either game-changing or iconic or just a car to look out for? So, I mean, I can only speak to the cars I've actually driven yeah. Um, versus the cars I haven't driven. The cars I've actually driven. Um, the one that stands out to me is the um, Mercedes-Benz EQS. Okay. Um, it's just a... It's just a nice vehicle to drive. It's just luxurious. Yeah. Um, that stands out for me. I'm not saying that that's the car of the year yet. 
Um, a funky car that I drove was the um, the Kia, mm. uh, the, the the Kia battery electric. I remember that. Yes. Um, what else did I drive? It stood out to me. The Aura Funky Cat. So I was about to bring that up. That's Aura came up fun, yeah. by, by three people who have actually driven the car recently told me that that's one of the the strangest experiences they've had in a vehicle. Um, I wouldn't make it the car of the year for me because it. it I think it has a design flaw. Yeah. Um, in that it wants to constantly, if you put your foot flat, I mean, not if you like drive like a normal person. Mm. If you put your foot flat, it wants to wheel spin. Mm. Okay. Whereas every other EV I've driven hugs the road. It could be two things. One, front wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a front-wheel drive EV. Two, where are the batteries? I think the batteries are in the engine bay. A lot of the batteries are in the engine bay as opposed to low center of gravity under the floor. Yeah. Um, and the car rolls a lot, which tells me that the batteries are higher, higher up. Higher up than kind of... You know, it's got a, it's a very, very high roll rate and it understeers. So if you take a corner really quickly, it understeers, so it starts to slide. So the Orca is supposed to be, I guess... Uh, GWM's answers to the South African problem of EVs being too expensive. It's not. It's eight hundred grand. Mm. Um, so, 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 so I think it's a. I think it's a brilliant car. I think it's a. Mm. I think it's worth the worth being on the top of the list, or should I say, on the top, you know, five of the list. The funky car. It's really cool to drive. It's just got this this role that I don't like. Yeah. Maybe that's just personal too. These are all three all three cars that you mentioned were EVs. Is there anything? Yes. No, I've only I've only driven EVs. Yeah. No, this is the first time I'm taking the G wagon, which is not an EV. Um, so in my list, I have the Toyota Corolla Cross Hybrid. Um, just from an attention point of view. Um, and yes, I drove that the other day. Yeah. As a matter of fact, sorry, I forgot about the Toyota Corolla Cross. It has to be on the list. It, it has, has to, to be, be on the list. It's, Absolutely. It's such a perfect vehicle I, for it, like you know multiple sort of scenarios you can be put in. Yeah. Um, it ticks a lot of those boxes, and I think. Consumers loved it. The industry loved it. It's just a great vehicle. Um, so for me, it's definitely up there. Um, and our personal favorite for me is definitely the M2, the new BMW M2. Loved it. Um, so that's that's up there. But, you know, can we talk about it less without talking about the Polo and the Ranger? Do you think that the range, the, Ford, the new Ford Ranger specifically is going to remain the top selling car in South Africa? Or do you think um, the VW Polo is, you know, going to get its throne back? Um, I mean, we are a bucky country and people yeah. want SUVs. I think the Polo is always going to be popular. Um, but, you know, if you think about the potholes on the roads, the yeah. disrepair that the, the infrastructure is, um, is going under, um, I would imagine that people are going to opt for buckies and SUVs more and more and more. Yeah. Maybe entry level students coming out of university getting a first job, that's where the polo kind of fits. Um, but it remains to be seen. Uh, you know, I think the polo will always be an iconic car because of the GTI. Mm, yeah. It's, it's a pocket it's rocket. 100%. 100%. But, but with, with EVs, if EVs, if, if, if EVs prices come down, I mean, the, 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 the Aura Funky Cat. It's still too expensive. It's 800,000 Rand, it's too expensive. Yeah. It's still too expensive. It needs to be under 500,000 Rand. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can pick up a, a mini electric, which is supported by BMW for six hundred. I think it's fifty. Yeah. 
can't remember the price, but yeah, it's it's a between bit cheaper, yeah. six fifty and seven hundred, I think. And um, so you can pick up a, a mini a mini electric for uh, for that price. I think the moment the electrics start coming under five hundred thousand rand, the Polo will be under pressure. Mm. Car that we spotlighted last year was the Hoval Jolien. I don't see it as much as as I, I I used to. I thought that was going to be like the, the popular thing that's going to. It is. A, it's an incredibly popular. popular car, but I th- I think. Um, I think again, other variants have come out that, like the Toyota Corolla Cross, yeah, that have kind of probably taken some market share from them. Hundred percent, but it has been an absolutely incredible year for those yeah, markets. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of other cars I've driven during the year. Um, I've had, I've had a number of cars. I've had the Volvo. Yeah. I've had both the um, C40. Recharge, as well as the. Did you have the? You didn't have the XC. That's that's not. I did have the XC as well. Okay. The plug-in. Yeah. I'd say the C forty is up there. Yeah. Um, sure. The the thing that puts me off the C forty. I mean, uh, the, the, there's, everything's positive about that car, right? The thing that puts me off the C forty is the infotainment system is not yet upgraded. Mm. It's still old school mm. Volvo infotainment system. So, I think that's going to change with the EX. 30, 30, yeah. It's going to change significantly. So mm. I think Volvo is on, a, on, a, on the right path. So I would, I would have chosen the Volvo had it not been for the infotainment system. Mm. Um, I'm leaving you all hanging to know which one Which is, one, you know, kind of reigns supreme. Kind of reigns supreme. And it's difficult because they're all good cars. Yeah. Um, they all have per, my personal bugbears. Um, you know, the I-Pace has to still be there. Okay. You know, not just because I drive an I-Pace, but... But this is your car of the year for 2023. You can't, you can't have, you know, the I-Pace again. They're still selling them. <laughs> <It's> cheating. <laughs> <laughs> There's little that beats the I-Pace for price and value, Yeah, I think. There's little yeah. that beats it. Um, BMW, the iX3, mm-hmm. that still I think is really good value for money. Yeah. Very good value for money. Yeah. Come on, you gotta boil down to one car. Which is George's car of the year? Mm. Just one. Just one. Mm. Just one. You're not gonna tell me. Mm. <laughs> I am. I am. I'd say. I'd say. It is between the Mercedes Benz. Okay. The one I damaged the rim on. Uh huh. Um, I heard about that story. Yeah. The, the EQ. And uh, and the BMW iX3. Oh yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. I'd say I'd say it's, I'd say those two are are my equal competitors for the year. Mine has to be the Toyota Cross Hybrid. Um, um, I didn't spend enough time with the Toyota Cross. I think if I had the car like those, t- you know, if I had the car for longer, yeah, I just took it literally for a, a drive. Fair enough. Fair enough. But let's see what happens next year. It's been an incredible year, and um, you know, a lot of the cars that came out this year were, were great. Um, so yeah, let's see what happens in the coming year, 2024. So it wasn't it wasn't Max that gave us the uh, the the, the G wagon. It was uh, SCW Group. Hundred mm. percent. Yeah. Um, so I was speaking about VW earlier on. I don't know if you saw the story that recently dropped. It wasn't a story. I think it was an interview. Um, but the VW International Brand Bus um, recently gave a warning to the country that. If we don't get our act together, they it wouldn't be sustainable for them to remain a manufacturer in 
the country and you've been to that plant so what do you take when you when you kind of read about the story what do you do, do you agree with him that it's there's, there's some challenges that we have right now and what is the potential risk um in vw potentially leaving it's it's massive and this is kind of the the warning that we've been sounding for the last three to four years um is th- this is this is a move that if happens yeah will turn us into another australia a car importer yeah we will lose thousands of jobs mm-hmm. our economy will suffer already six to seven percent of our gdp comes from exporting the cars we make yeah um I think there's even more than that in GDP in terms of the rest of the value chain mm. up to parts and, um, you know, secondary secondary ap- applications. What about commercial vehicles? Mm. So this is a scary, a scary thought. I mean, one of the biggest brands in the country, one of the most popular brands in the country, mm. now saying... So Get your act together, otherwise we leave. There are a few things that he spotlights that is the reason. So the big one is, one, we kind of slow with regards to our EV shift. Um, um, I think, I don't know what the relation is between, as a manufacturer of EV vehicles and being uh, sustainable in the market that you kind of produce in them. I don't know where the connection is in terms of the, the I guess, the, the local markets purchasing those cars, if you are an exporter. But he spotlighted that as, as one of the key things. That and, and just the sort of unrest um, that we have in the different, you know, sort of... South Africa, sort your situation out. Yeah. Otherwise, one of the biggest car brands is going to potentially think about exiting. That's what you're telling me. 100%. Um, um, you know, and, uh, and I see Schaefer said, spoke a lot about South Africa becoming a powerhouse for battery, battery manufacture, like why are we not talking about that more? We've got all the minerals on this continent. Why can't we manufacture batteries? The rest of the world needs these batteries. Mm. Um, it makes sense to manufacture. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've been to that plant. Do you see that? Phenomenal job. Yeah. You've been there. You've seen how well it works. You've seen the thousands of people who, who operate there and the, the impact that it has. Um, I agree with you. I think it will be a, a complete loss. Um, plus, it makes will make VWs more expensive. Ultimately, that's what's going to happen. Um, well, so VW will, you know, I mean, we specifically we, the vehicles they, they produce here. We only produce the Polo and the Polo Cross, right? I think it's the Polo and the Polo Cross. Only two, and um, and the GTI. Well, the GTI is a Polo, mm. so um, so we we only produce two vehicles here, and the rest are imported. All other VWs are imported. Mm. It just means that those two will also be imported. Mm. Then what is Ford going to do? What is Mercedes going to do? Yeah, it's going to um, it's going to kind of start off and, and set off a precedent that you know the rest of the manufacturers are going to see mm. and, and think. I mean, Ford's already awesome. invested. Mm. Um, they invested in uh, um, you know in the industry. Um, what was it? Four billion. Yeah. Um, so 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 uh, you know, Ford seems to have put down their roots. But who knows? I mean, we, we've we've got to get this right. We've been sing, sounding this warning, you know, warning bell for long. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's see what happens. I don't think it's gonna. If it does happen, it's gonna take. No, yeah, I don't want while. it to happen. Don't go. Don't go. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens next there. So just before I leave you, obviously the season is now finally done. I say finally because it's just been a painful ride for me. Um, Why? Because Hamilton's losing. No, not 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 even. I think it's I. 
I can deal with Hamilton losing, but I love racing. And this year has been a very, very challenging experience as somebody who just loves the sport. Um, it's well, nice I think see. it's been. I mean, Verstappen's run away with it. Yeah, but it's. I've seen them. I've seen more passing in this season. Oh, for sure. Than I have in any other year before it. But the passing didn't amount to anything that mattered. Yeah, but that's because was Red Bull was, was just so far ahead. Red Bull was just so far ahead. Although I've got to say, it is the driver. Who Max? Of course, it's definitely the driver because look at where Perez, Perez is. Perez is yeah. Perez is nowhere. Yeah. No, he he didn't. You didn't do much. So, 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 so definitely they got that combination right. If they didn't have Verstappen, I reckon Red Bull would have been fighting for the win. Mm. No, I agree. I agree. There was rumors as well that Hamilton and, and Horner were, were were in discussion about him kind of moving over. Mm, but he squashed but he that. He said no. Yeah, he um, squashed that. So we'll see what, what happens there. Obviously, he's signed in for another year, but... As a whole, I'm hoping that next year is going to be a year where Max does get a proper challenge because um, this year was just tough. Tough, tough, tough. I think um, right guy, right car, they gelled mm, and he took it. 100%. And finally, before I leave, um, so we just want to... Didn't you say that before the Formula One? No. I said there's two more things. Oh. This is the very last thing before I leave you <laughs> for the final time. Let me have this. It's my last show. So... <laughs> Um, so the Auto Trader Podcast is actually going through a major update right now. Um, obviously, we've been doing this for a few years now, and we want to produce something that uh, anybody watches and listens enjoys. Um, so it's always good to kind of refresh and find new ways. So we'll be doing an update with that new show coming out next year. Um, but whilst it's happening, if you guys have any suggestions with regards to what you want to see, uh, what you didn't like, what you liked. Um, Format, look and feel. The works. Uh, persons on the show. show ultimately, um, yeah. Guests. Um, jingle. Who knows what else is going to change. Um, but yeah, give us your suggestions. And for the last time this year, I'll see you next time, George. Adios. Have a good, good December. Yeah. Search Auto Trader.